Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked on Flames. The Flames have a 51% chance of meeting the Nashville Predators in the first round of the playoffs, and I need seven games of last night's performance injected right into my veins. Your Locked on Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto. And how are you doing today? I hope you're having a fantastic day. Thank you so much for tuning in to Today's episode of Locked on Flames. You can find us anywhere you get your favorite podcasts. Uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Odyssey, Audible. And of course, we're free 99 everywhere, including YouTube. So I figured we could talk a little bit about last night's game and why we need it. Why the NHL should not deprive us of this series. Um, Knowing the NHL and just how... Uh, you know, it's not like they can just give gift us these things, you know, right? Please excuse me uh, if you're watching on <laughs> on video. My hat's a little all over the place. But what a fun game it was, you know? It was just fantastic energy. The crowd, like, it just felt like a playoff game. And as someone who loves <laughs> the Nashville atmosphere and has been to Nashville a number of times, I swear to God, like, they are a hockey city. I remember going back in 2011, 2012, it must have been 2012, and they had the Smashville car out in front of Bridgestone, and I know this is the Flames podcast, but, like, this is why we need it, because these fan bases are hungry. They want playoff success, right? And I am so impressed with Dylan Dubé's performance last night. I think that he is going to be a true front runner um, for like playoff MVP come this spring. I think that he is just absolutely getting hot at the right time. He is, uh, he had two goals last night and eight goals in his last seven games, which tells you all you need to know. I think that he is finally clicking and finally finding what works for him. And it's great to see him come alive and it's giving me Sam Bennett vibes because of his versatility but playoff Dubé might be real special this year I I think that his offensive benefit as well has been outstanding and obviously like a true benefit (laughs) to the Flames obviously you want goals from anyone but when you're getting that kind of production from a player who you know, is is on your secondary, is part of your secondary scoring um, that does kind of struggle from time to time. It's great. And then they did set a franchise record as well. And I, <laughs> 25 road wins, you guys. I, I don't know where this season went, but it's gone with the wind at this point. And it's so great to look back and see the amount of success that this team has harbored and just kind of collected over the regular season. And, you know, you really, really hope to see this kind of success and momentum carry over into the postseason, which is 
starts on Monday. Play, uh, regular season start, uh, wraps up on Friday, and then they start playing playoff games on Monday. <laughs> it's quite a quick turnaround. But before we get too ahead of ourselves, we do need to still like wrap up last night's game. Matthew Kachuk forced it to overtime with the with a tenth of a second left. Um, more like to clutch. Okay, I've been trying to like say that all day and prepare myself for recording, and I didn't butcher it. So um, if you ever see me walking around, um, <laughs> this is more for my friends who li- who listen back home. But if you ever hear like hear me muttering to myself, it's literally me making up nicknames for players and making sure I pronounce them correctly so I don't mess up on air. But, (laughs) and of course it was Elias Lindholm with the overtime winner. I mean, just another clutch player that is of great value to the Flames. You you cannot tell me that the Kachuk, Lindholm, and Gaudreau line is is not the best line in hockey. They are... If not the best, they are second best. I think that they have had a phenomenal season. And, of course, you know, we'll do some uh, awards and recaps and whatnot, have you, in the off season. <laughs> but right now, we just, we just got to focus on what's there and what is truly successful for this team. And that top line has been nothing but successful. And I hope... That they can that they can do that in the uh, postseason because there is a little bit of a history there with non-production, but we don't need to speak that into existence. Am I right? <laughs> so coming up next, we are going to talk about some issues that were not very great <laughs> last night, and I think that they do need to be addressed because obviously. You know, if you meet any team in the po- uh, in the postseason, you want to be ready uh, and fix your weaknesses before going in there. But with playing a team like Nashville, truly right before the playoffs, all your weaknesses are pretty much exposed. And before we jump into that, we are going to take a quick break to talk about HelloFresh. HelloFresh, you get uh, with HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients with seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. You can skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. Uh, it's all about convenience with HelloFresh. Honestly, I love that the ingredients come pre-portioned and I can get them delivered right to my door. It saves so much time. So I'm not walking up and down the aisles of a grocery store trying to decide what I want to make for the week. And I think that HelloFresh is just perfect for anyone, no matter, you know, what their diet consists of. Because you have um, a wide variety of options and you can get uh, HelloFresh fit and wholesome recipes for satisfying, you know, uh, those nutritional values and and that you can feel good with six custom recipes per week to choose from, including low-calorie and carb-conscious options. I personally use HelloFresh because I am a full-time student who records a daily podcast, who is stretched incredibly thin, and does not have time to 
get all creative with my meals. And HelloFresh just checks off all those boxes for me. And you can head on over to HelloFresh.com slash LockedOn16 and use code LockedOn16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Go to HelloFresh.com slash LockedOn16 and use code LockedOn16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. What a, what a what a day. <laughs> I am still um, losing my mind over last night's game. I thought that it was a fantastic atmosphere. And then I thought that it was just really nice. Because, I mean, my friends are Preds fans. And I'm partial to Nashville for other reasons. But seeing, like, that uh, Bridgestone Arena just jam-packed and for the Flames to walk out of there with an overtime win was like really good to me. <laughs> but I I do think we we have some issues that we we got to address because um, unfortunately the Flames are not perfect as much as we think they are. <laughs> Nashville's penalty, uh, sorry, power play is an issue. And in return, that means the Flames penalty kill is an issue. Uh, they allowed two power play goals last night, which is not great. And especially when they're coming from their biggest, one of their biggest threats, Philip Forsberg. If you look at this team and you say, okay, who are their biggest like offensive threats? You've got Roman Yossi, Philip Forsberg, and Matt Duchesne. You know how much that angers me to say Matt Duchesne is an offensive threat in the year 2022? Um, <laughs> but Philip Forsberg's two power play goals basically erased the work of Dylan Dubé, right? And then you, you take seven penalties. Seven. Seven. And yes, some of them were, I guess, necessary, but there were definitely ones, <clears throat> interference that were unnecessary and you can't let things get under under your skin and with these heightened emotions you can't allow them to just you know take over you have to do your work you have to do the work and just stop with the avoidable penalties you know I was looking through the uh the game recap last night or sorry this morning when I was outlining my show and I was like the game started with a (laughs) with an interference penalty from Zadorov and ended with a Lucic interference penalty. And I was just like, come on, you guys. Like, can we really maybe potentially just do a little bit better? Just try a little bit harder. I, I know that last night was a huge game and there were definitely some big hits thrown from both teams. And of course you have, you know, that iconic picture now of Lucic uh, throwing who was it Duchesne again, like hitting him against the boards or whatever. And he just uh, a great time, (laughs) but you know, you do have to really rein it in because your weaknesses are exposed to them now. Right. And they know, they know they're going to want your head on a plate. They, they're going to say, you think you can come in here onto our home, home turf and embarrass us like that and just throw us around. No, 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 no. Don't keep your head down. Skate with your head up. Now, I am not, not, I am not 
not, 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 not endorsing fights, head injuries, head traumas, nothing. But you know how, how feisty hockey players can get, especially in the playoffs. You know that there's a lot more on the line come that first round than there is in game, what was it, 78 of the regular season, 78, 79. Like, there's so much more on the line then. And if you're going to be in a silly, goofy mood, do it when the refs aren't looking. Maybe. Or just don't do it at all, okay? But I really need the Flames PK to wrap it up, tighten it up, get it together, because there are going to be teams with a stronger power play than your penalty kill. And Nashville is one of those teams. Their uh, penalty... Uh, sorry, their power play has been successful all season. They have not struggled the same way that, um, you know, the Kings have. The Kings cannot deploy a good power play to save their lives. But it is now on the Flames' plate to fix that. And I I don't suspect that we're going to see their starters really out there much This uh, these next – Oh my God, these next two games. Oh, that's really sad. (laughs) It's not because, you know, obviously the playoffs are coming, but, you know, I think that they're going to be working on things during their, during their practices. And I would not be surprised if, you know, Daryl Sutter does have them do a lot more of the special teams uh, practices. You know, I think that last night, exposed I mean I know it's only two goals it's only two goals but if they hadn't allowed those two goals then the flames wouldn't have needed to go to overtime right like you you see what I'm picking up putting down here and you just want to wrap up these games as quickly as possible because there are too many things on the line a condensed schedule for the playoffs and you just want to wrap it up and win in regulation so you can go home eat a nice meal, and go to bed and do it all again probably the next day. If y'all remember back to the bubble, this makes me want to, like, slide out of my chair, like, full-blown just, like, because of how horrible of a time it was. The playoffs um, in the bubble against Dallas was such a humiliating and humbling experience for the Flames that I want them to remember that when they go out on the ice on Monday and say – We need to not be that team, right? They took so many penalties that just cost them power play goal after power play goal after power play goal. That is defeating. That is something you don't want to make a habit of. But here we are at the end of April wrapping it up and... We just, we got to figure it out because there's not a lot of time left with that. And I, I'm i interested to see how these next two games go with special teams, especially uh, more so against Minnesota just because they are a higher caliber team. But, you know, we do, we do have to figure some things out there. And I, I think the Flames will have it under control. I mean... Um, I, I don't want to say I don't have any doubts, but I was born 
into having doubts. <laughs> uh, coming up next, we're going to talk about why this would be such an excellent playoff matchup. But first, you know what we need to talk about. That would be our Built Bars. Built Bars are a delicious tasting protein bar that will hold you over while you wait for the Stanley Cup final playoffs to begin. They are uh, high in fiber, high in protein, low in carbs and calories, and they are a delicious replacement for candy bars. I love their peanut butter chocolate bars, their raspberry bars, you name it, it's delicious. And of course, you can try the Built Puffs at... uh, built.com as well and they are the first ever protein infused marshmallows so you can head on over to built.com today and use promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off of your next order i'm a big fan of the cinnamon churro built puffs they are also covered in 100 percent chocolate so again built.com promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off of your next order Make sure that you're subscribed to Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts, um, mainly because it's going to be a fun playoff, fun playoff run for this team, and I want you involved, as you should be. Right now, the Prides have a little bit of uncertainty, right? They have a little bit of goalie issues right now with UC Soros, who is struggling or suffering from a lower body injury and has been ruled out for the final two games of the regular season. That that puts a big old question mark next to uh, their goaltending situation. And I believe his name's Connor Ingram, uh, is their backup. And I, I think he's had an okay season. But, I mean, obviously, going into this, you want UC Soros. Um, but the Flames don't have any questions surrounding their goaltending. They, they know they have Jacob Markstrom. Because they've been letting him rest in these final games, which they should be. And I'm so glad because then you can avoid situations like this. That's why you rest your players. And, you know, that's a little bit of a distraction. Ooh, what are we going to do? How are you going out there being a really competitive team and having to throw your backup out there? Also giving me 2020 bubble vibes. Uh, when we literally didn't know if Cam Talbot or David Riddick would be starting, and it was just a mess. But (laughs) the Flames are a good group. They are a talented group who can go out there and score, and score goals when it matters. Very clearly, because Matthew Kachuk has been excellent (laughs) this season in scoring game-winning goals. And then, of course, with the recency bias of last night against Nashville, with a tenth of a second left. So... You do have to sit down and think, why, like, is this going to be a good matchup? I don't think that the Flames have any defenders quite, <laughs> there's, well, first of all, there's no one else in the league like Roman Yossi. Uh, let me put that on the record right now. But that is even, like, remotely around the same conversation I would say Noah Hannafin, but that that truly feels like I'm comparing, like, a tennis ball to, like, a hockey puck. Like, there's no comparison there. I just think that Noah Hannafin has offense, has an offensive game. Not offensive, but offensive. Sorry. Um, I think I'm funny. <laughs> but I think it would be a great matchup 
goaltending wise, if Soros is healthy, but if they don't have Soros, the Flames can go nuts. They can go sicko on their backup goaltender, which would be fun. Um, I've seen people joking around about uh, calling Pecorine out of retirement, which I think would be so funny. Um, Obviously, they can't do that, but I just, I love the idea of these two teams facing each other. I mentioned it early. They earlier, they're both looking for that postseason success. Their fan bases are so passionate. The energy is just so much fun. Um, they have a 40 goal scorer on their team. We have two. Um, personally, I just I have beef with Matt Duchesne. He does not know me. He does not know I exist. But there's just something about that man that just like. I think it's the fact that he said, I want to go play for a playoff team and then get sent to Ottawa and they don't make the playoffs Um, or Colorado, vice versa, whatever it was. Right. But it's just, I I think it'd be a highly competitive series. I would absolutely love to see this as a first round matchup. I think it sets the tone. I think, Obviously, last night's game sets the tone (laughs) for how the series could go. Uh, Highly competitive, back and forth for a full 60 minutes and then some. And you're going to get a decently high-scoring game. You know, I think four, five goals in a game is a lot of goals. I think really anything above three is a lot. (laughs) But it's so fun and so intense. And I just, I want to see the Flames just not... Not that I think that they would, like, walk and, you know, waltz their way through a first-round playoff win against Dallas. I think Dallas is a good team. But I do think that the Preds are more competitive and have more of a chance to give the Flames a taste of their own medicine. And the Flames kind of need a team to keep them on their toes, if we're being completely honest. And that's what Nashville does. Nashville did that all last night and throughout – uh, the regular season matchups as well. So I think it could be a lot of fun. If this ends up being a matchup, uh, we will absolutely be discussing uh, the show with Locked On Preds or the matchup with Locked On Preds. And I'll probably have some friends from On The Four Check on the podcast. Sorry, my keyboard grew wings there for a second. But it's going to be a lot of fun, regardless of who they face. Right now, there's a 51% chance. So the odds are, I guess, are kind of in the favor of that, but you never know. Thank you all so much for tuning into today's episode of Locked on Flames. As always, I'm Jess Belmosto. You can find me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. It is on the screen if you are watching on YouTube. And yes, uh, coming up tomorrow, we will preview the Minnesota Wild game. Uh, Marc-Andre Fleury had some interesting comments uh, that talking about his poor goaltending lately. So could he be sitting tomorrow or are they going to get him some reps before the playoffs? All that and more on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Flames.